Welcome to this week's show. Uh, we are in the midst of a, of a different study. We're looking at a book called Finding Peace in Life Storms. Uh, it's not a financial book. This is a book about life and how life can be very hard and what God's plan is in the midst of our trials and our suffering. And Finding Peace in Life Storms was written in, my, in 2012 by my wife and I in response to a lot of things that we had going on in our life at the time. Uh, we needed to seek God's Word and find out what God said about our trials and our suffering and worry and the various things that we were faced with. And that's really how the book happened. So we're in the midst of studying that. Last week uh, we talked a little bit about Paul. Before that we had a brief introduction uh, to the book. But last week we did talk about Paul and particularly how Paul suffered and why Paul, Paul suffered. And if you look at the importance of Paul and who Paul was and how obedient he was and how important he was to God and the, as the person that wrote more of the New Testament than anyone else, started churches everywhere. I mean, today's church is responsible. I mean, Paul is responsible for today's church. I mean, he was an important dude. He devoted his life to God. He devoted his life to Christ. Uh, but he also suffered for that. And so we were looking at his life, particularly in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, in the 11th and 12th chapter, looking at his thorns, and just trying to understand what God's plan for us in the midst of these things. And last week we talked about some conclusions from that, from the study of those passages. And the first conclusion that I had was that we were not created for an easy life. I know sometimes we think of the Christian life as the better life, which it is. We think of it as the more abundant life, which it is. But it isn't. But abundant and better don't necessarily mean easier. You know, we are not Christians because life is more comfortable as a Christian. We are not Christians because life is more prosperous as a Christian. You know, this is a, a, a difficult thing, I think, for most people uh, to understand that, in fact, when you think about it, at least looking at Paul's life, because of Paul's obedience, Paul suffered. So not only, you can conclude, not only is, is life not easier as a believer, it, it can be harder. You can suffer. You can be persecuted for that. You stand up for God, you stand up against the world. The world will come against you, and you will pay a price for that. So we were not created for an easy life. The easier life, the more comfortable life, the more prosperous life. Our happiness is not dependent upon an absence of trials. In fact, Scripture discusses the, the opposite of that, that our peace, our happiness, comes from the presence of God in the midst of our trials, not the absence of them. But God is not concerned about your comfort. I know that might be a little bit of a different way of thinking about it. I know a lot of people, particularly atheists, people that don't believe in God, would say that God does not exist because God does allow this type of suffering in your life. And I certainly can understand why they would think that way. 
But God is not concerned about your comfort, and we're going to talk more about that today. You know, whatever happens to you was sent or allowed, and you don't necessarily know why the things that happen to you happen. But Scripture does say that there is a reason for everything that happens, and we're also going to talk about that as well. And God promises that he's not going to work out life the way you want him to. It's not always going to work out that way, but he's going to be there to direct your steps. So the Christian life is a better life, but it isn't an easier life. In fact, you can conclude in looking at the opposite, you conclude in looking at Paul's life that it could be the opposite of that. Last week we also talked about having a little bit of a different definition of how God provides. You know, most of us when we think about providing, we think about just getting rid of something so we don't have to deal with it. And that isn't necessarily the way it works. There certainly have been situations, we've all had situations in our life that God provided in that way, that God got rid of things in our life. I mentioned one last week uh, that was the most dramatic example in my life. Um, God took it away. I didn't have to deal with it. And I'm alive today because of that. But that isn't generally the way God works. You know, God works uh, in the way that God provided an answer to Paul with respect to his thorns. When Paul asked for his thorns to be removed, God said no. But he said, my presence is sufficient. I'm not going to promise that everything's going to work out the way that you want, but you have me. You have me. You have my presence directing your steps. So the question I want to ask is if this is how God provides, if, the, if, if God provides through presence, why? Why does God do it that way? You know, what, what, why not easy? You know, what, what, why do we have to suffer? You know, if the Christian life isn't necessarily an easier life, why is that the case? You know, why is God not concerned about your comfort? You know, what's going on there? What, what are the reasons? Well, last week I mentioned a very big one, a very big conclusion that I felt like I reached in looking at these passages was that if we don't have storms in our life, how are we ever going to learn how to let God sustain us? I mean, how are we ever going to learn that? If we don't have storms, how are we ever going to learn that? You know, this idea that you were never meant to live apart from the sustaining help of God. I mean, if we don't have storms, then we don't need God. We don't feel like we need God. I mean, the human machine is meant to run on God. And if you remove your storms, you're not going to need God. Because we seek God differently when we have things going on in our life. I think all of us would recognize that. I think all of us would agree with that. And if everything was easy, we wouldn't have a need for God. I mean, we need trials because, unfortunately, quite often, that's the only time we ever really seek God. It's the only time we ever really slow, slow down enough to seek God. And I mentioned last week that this was something that I've really struggled with. And I've struggled understanding that God does have 
does allow storms in our life, does allow us to um, have these things that wants to teach us how God sustains us, wants to teach us things in the midst of that, recognizing those things. My, my question was, is there a way that I can learn these things myself? I mean, do I have to have a trial to learn these things? You know, can I seek God in the same way in the good times as in the bad times? If we, if we tend to seek God only when times of trouble and when things are coming against us, you know, can we have that same kind of exuberance and discipline in the good times? And I've tried to do that. I mean, I've consciously made a decision uh, that I'm going to seek God in the, in the good times in the same way that I would seek God uh, in the difficult times. And I've come to the conclusion that I just can't do it. I can try, but I can't do it. You know, because eventually, I might do it for a little bit, but eventually life takes over. We get busy, we have things going on, we have soccer games, we have jobs, you know, we, we have money concerns, we have things that, that occupy our mind, that take over. And that's why we need these trials. We need them because they get our attention. And I think Paul knew this. In fact, if you look at chapter 11, and you read the laundry list of all these things that happened to him, you know, one could conclude that he might be very angry because he's listing all these things that have happened to him. And But if you read the verse very clearly, I think what Paul is doing is he's honoring God. He's saying, despite all these things, you know, I have a, a God that sustains me, a God that provides presence. Yes, I asked for my thorn to be removed. And God said no. But there was a reason for that. You know, we weren't, we weren't meant to live apart from God. We were meant to need God. And trials help us need God. The other conclusion that I reached um, was that God's plan for delivering us from a storm is greater than our need for relief from the storm. God's plan for delivering us from a storm is greater than our need for relief from the storm. Well, what do I mean by that? You know, back to how God provides for us. And does God take things away? Does God provide us presence? How does God provide for us? Well, our need to be relieved from the storms and the trials that we have going on in our life is not as important is what God wants to accomplish through these storms and trials in our life. You know, and this is really the answer that I would give to the atheist, the person that doesn't believe in God, the person that's indifferent to God, um, the person that feels like that God turned his back on them. Uh, maybe they had a situation in their life and they went to God. Um, God said no. God didn't change the circumstances. Um, bad things happen in their life. A lot of pain and a lot of suffering happen in their life. But this is the answer. And the answer is that, that God's plan for us going through these storms is what is really important to God. It's not our comfort. You know, what God is really concerned about is our character. And that character comes from these storms. It comes from these trials. It doesn't come from being relieved of the trials, so we don't have to deal with it.
You know, one of the things that I, I believe is that God's most effective tool for increasing our faith are trials. I mean, that is God's greatest tool for changing us, are trials. And I think most of you probably would agree with that. If you look at your life, you look at situations um, in your life, times that you've grown, times that you felt closest to God, times that you really sought God, was generally when you had something going on in your life, something difficult. And I doubt very seriously you felt that same way in the good times, the times without the trial. And that brings us up to the break, so we'll come back and continue this discussion after the break. 